welcome back to another episode of Scoreboard. Happy New Year's, everyone. Uh, so we're just going to dive right into our first segment, the NBA. Uh, Saksha, what do you think about the first week, couple of weeks in the NBA? Happy New Year to you, Jane, and everyone. Uh, the first week was interesting, to say the least. I think uh, the season started for the Lakers the same way it started last season, was with <laughs> a loss against the Clippers, so... That was so. Is that a prediction that we're gonna win the championship? Yeah, <laughs> maybe that'd be good, right? If it happens two in a row. But I think the biggest, te- but the biggest takeaway for me was the Brooklyn Nets. I think I, if I have to rank all the thirty teams, I think Brooklyn Nets for me so far have been looking like the best team in the NBA right now. I would say even better than the Lakers. I- yeah, I have to agree. I think they're a favorite to win the East if they can stay healthy. Yeah. Uh, we could tell that when Kyrie and KD are not in the lineup, they struggle a little bit. Right. So, yeah, if they stay healthy and be consistent, I, I feel like they are a very favorite to come out the East. Yeah. I think Nets with Chris LeVert being their sixth man is – and he he is like one of those guys who can start on a different team. So I agree. Yeah, he, can, he gives them great energy off the bench and he can play make – and he can shoot well, so he looks like they look like a real threat to the Lakers. I would actually go on and say this: they, if they are healthy, I think they should be the favorites for the championship. And I would say Lakers would not be the favorites. Lakers would be the second favorite after them, so far. That's fair. Uh, that's fair to say. Uh, for me, I'll say my biggest takeaway for two, I will say, is the Indiana Pacers. I think they have a superstar. Maybe the future face of the franchise with Sabonis. Mm-hmm. The man is averaging a, a triple-double these past few right. games, and he's a beast in the paint. Mm-hmm. He could shoot. He could pass. I think they have something right there. And another one for me would be the Wizards. Mm-hmm. I think it's shocking that they, are, they have a losing record right now. With Westbrook, who should be very, very present for the team, but, right. you know, it's so much you could do when you average, you're trying to average a triple-double every game, right. but you're not winning. Yeah. So yeah, that's a pretty shocker for me. They just, I think both Bradley Beal and Westbrook kind of stat pad, and uh, like Bradley Beal averaged, I think, a th- thirty points last season as well, right? So I yeah. think they just kind of stat pad, and this really shows that NBA is a team game, and if one person can average a triple double, and you can still lose all games, so. Yeah, they have so much talent, potential talent. I would say on that team, I think they need to take advantage of that. They're very young, so the speed is in favor of Westbrook, mm-hmm. who likes to move up and down. Right. So it's it's kind of upsetting they are not winning. I know it's gonna be a slow start, but to have like a only one win under their belt, right? Kind of don't look so good to me. That's true. Also, like it was interesting to me when Westbrook said when he was leaving, like when he wanted to leave the Warriors. Uh, sorry, I'm sorry, the Rockets. When he said mm-hmm. that. I want to do that I used to do, which means that he wants mm-hmm. to be the main guy and like, you know, get those triple double figures all games. So. Well, the rate they're going, it looks like he would not go that far again this season. He needs to get his teammates involved. Right. Um, get your center involved. You got a lot of sport supporting cats around who can shoot. So they need to take advantage of that. Um, before I want to end on this, I will say another takeaway for me is the Clippers. Nothing negative. It's more of a positive right. note <laughs> for once. I think the Clippers are very scary 
if they could stay consistent, stay consistent, meaning right. play team basketball, none of that selfishness like last season. Right. We can see so far after that blowout against Dallas, you see how they bounce back very quickly. Getting a team into the ball. Patrick Bedley was shooting. Right. Uh, uh, Zach, I said Zach. Uh, what they say their name again? Uh, the uh, from from the Raptors, right? Uh, Serge Ibaka. Yeah. Uh, or yeah, Zubac. Serge Ibaka. Oh, he's Ibaka. Getting okay. Yeah, he's getting involved. So if the Clippers could be consistent, get the teammates involved, I think the Lakers should be scared. Yeah. No, that's true. I mean, I think that was the the thi- but that was the whole thing last year as well. Like, they did not get their teammates involved because they don't have a point guard. That's the biggest mm-hmm. problem. Like, they want Kawhi Leonard to be the facilitator, but Kawhi Leonard does not play well on with the ball. Like, he plays very too much ISO plays, which is easy in current NBA. You can double team a guy and take the ball out of his hands if you're going for an ISO. So, I think yeah. it's it's. Like, they have a good wing players, and they have, you know, the overall team, as you have said, is pretty good. But it's, to me, is still about overcoming the flaws that they had last season, and they haven't overcome anything. Like, mm. if they added Rondo to the mix, that would have been something. That's true. I wonder why they didn't go after yeah. Rondo. But, you know, that's yeah story of the past. Yeah. So, what about the resting? We are seeing a lot of players being arrested. Uh, They're resting a lot of players. Yeah, I think... I th- I think that with resting, it depends on who you are. Like, for example, someone like Kawhi Leonard, he has a degenerative knee issue on his knee. So I mm-hmm. think for him, I, I just think he cannot genuinely play back-to-backs, you know, unless it's like one of those like conference finals or something like that, if that happens for them, if it's an important game. But if you are, and like for LeBron James, he's like 36 years old. So I think, you know, if uh, I don't know how he can be a long time great player and then keep playing back to backs at 36, I think it's tough. But if someone like, and this you might not like this, Jane, but some, if someone like Anthony Davis sits out on a back to back at 26 years old, I think there are some issues there and he needs to work on his health first before he works on his game because I don't see anything <laughs> right now. Like, why would you not want to play? I think my problem with the resting right now, I feel like it's too early. You're three games into three or five games into the season, you're sitting out. I think yeah, but you have kind of sketchy for me, right? But you have and to another see. one. I have little separate reasons yeah. for it because my fantasy team they hurt it. So <laughs> if they can start resting, but all seriousness, I feel like it's too early to be resting. Um, the NBA, you try and get these um, viewership to go up, and you resting these star players that people are want to watch a pain to watch you guys right um i'm not saying you have to play all 48 minutes hop in five minutes and sit down yeah that's pretty much it right that's true but then you have to realize that it's 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 early in the season but it was also the shortest off season for some of the teams right like if the warriors are sitting down for back-to-backs i mm-hmm. would be surprised like warriors have been not playing for almost you know more than like eight nine months but if the Lakers or Clippers or Denver Nuggets or, you know, all those teams that made the playoffs and all, they, yes. they I think, like, especially the Lakers on heat, like, for them, 72 days is not enough of an off season. So I think it's it's early in the season, yes, but it also has been, like, it's after the shortest off season in history of NBA. So, you know. Okay. I see it, but, I, you know, I have myself. Yeah. I'm trying to win. I'm losing back-to-back weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
It's like, just get into me. <laughs> All right. We're going to move along to the MLB. Uh, breaking news happened over the couple of weeks. Uh, San Diego Padres added two Cy Young winners to their team. Um, Dershis. Oh, did I say his name right? You uh, Darvish? Yeah, you Darvish. <laughs> and uh, Blake Sn- uh, Snell to the roster. So how do you feel about the Padres' chances on um, yeah. making the World Series? I think they have Blake Snell, who was, I think he was pitching for the team that played the Dodgers, right? Tampa the race. Bay Rays. Yeah. The race. He was, I have one comment off the, off base. I, I mean, I don't know, man. He looks like, he distracts me with his looks, first of all. So I think he has that threat in him. <laughs> but uh-huh. besides that... Besides that, I think, I think, I, I mean, he's they, they are getting up to be the second fiddle to the Dodgers, I guess, which is fine. I don't, I don't see they can add anyone. I don't think they can beat the Dodgers in a seven-game series. So, man, I'm just saying, like the Dodgers, though they're pretty rested now, they still are a threat. Uh, You got David Price is coming back on the lineup. He was gone the whole last season. And if the Dodgers pitching line could stay healthy and um, Robertson don't overuse them, right. the Dodgers are, in my opinion, for sure, going back to the World Series. Yeah. It's also, the thing is that you can make, you can, like, put in stars. Like, you, Darvish, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, is also a starting pitcher, right? And yes. Blake Snell is obviously a starting pitcher. So I guess they would be, like, Blake Snell is probably going to be their first option starting pitcher in a series now. So I I have to think of the team chemistry. Like, did they trade away their first option starting pitcher in this trade, or like what's going on there? They traded some key hitters on the Padres. Okay, but the thing is, the temporary Rays basically trade them for nothing. Yeah, I don't know the the Rays' method of doing this, but right. there are like the team with the less amount of money on their right. on their lineup. So I don't know. It might work for their favor, but I don't see why would they give up their star pitcher yeah. for just money, honestly. Yeah. Tell okay, tell me this that is does the baseball also work trading work in the same way where like you have to make cap space and then like how do the trades work? You can make cap space and also go over your luxury tax. Okay. But so a team like the Dodgers, Padres, they could do that because they have money. Okay. Temporary Rays don't really have that much money, so right. they do like the old school way. I see. Uh, going from the underground, go to the minor, minor leagues and get players, in, right. develop them to be stars. Yeah. So t- it works for temporary uh, and um, for the Rays. Right. But for me, I think that was I don't use the word stupid, but I don't, it didn't make sense to me. Yeah. But. Now the the Padres are the third team favorite to make to the World Series behind the New York Giants. I said Giants, Yankees, and the Dodgers. Damn! Even after all that, they are number thirteenth. So that really shows you <laughs> the third. Yeah, the third team behind the Dodgers. And oh, Yankees. third team. So I we'll see. see. Okay, not thirteenth. Yeah. Okay, third team. Thirteen. I'm like that's sad. <laughs> you did all that to be thirteen. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I, but I'm I, looking forward to next yeah, season. Yeah, definitely. It'll be it'll be fun, and hopefully there'll be some people in the audience this this year, at least after the half hopefully. of the season. So we'll see. Yeah, I wanted to go back to the 
NBA because you were we were talking about the trade, so I thought that was the pretty one of the pretty interesting trades okay. of the NBA season was when the whole like OKC Lakers Philly kind of did the whole like you know Lakers got rid of Danny Green and then they got Schroeder okay. in return and then OKC got rid of Schroeder but then they got the worst contract in the NBA in Al Harford and then Dan uh-huh. and <laughs> Philly got. Danny Green. So that was for me one of the most confusing trades in recent memory because I was like, "What is going on? And what? Why would OKC do this?" So, I I feel like OKC is basically <laughs> almost like how the Rays are. They're going back to the old school way of development players from the G yeah. League or getting them from the overseas right. to develop them to be stars because, like you said, it don't make sense because you really didn't get nothing right. besides money and a lot of draft picks. Right. For the Lakers, um, I think it worked in their favor. They got rid of the Brickmaster Green. <laughs> he's he's Philly's problem. Yeah. If you watch his game, he yep. is not he's average minus two points a yep. game. He's <laughs> I just don't get it. But the Lakers, uh Schroeder has been a beast for the Lakers. Yep. Yeah. Controlling the ball, uh having his players open, like getting them very involved, getting them open. LeBron doing less work with the ball. He can able to move around. So I'm loving it. Schroeder yeah. is, you know, and the constant. The, the thing I love most about Schroeder being, uh, being with the Lakers now and the starting lineup is that LeBron is going back to play number three instead of at point guard. He's going back to playing mm-hmm. as the small forward, which I think is like good in the offense. But I, I would still say that in terms of the defense, Lakers defense has been down from last year. I have to agree. Yeah. Montreal Harris, I see why the Clippers laugh yeah. at us. <laughs> He's <laughs> it was the game. What game was that they lost? Uh the game against Portland. Right. He was he was Right. He he was a problem for the uh for the Lakers because Yeah. Uh CJ McCullen was just attacking the paint and getting him in foul trouble. Right. And I'll just like I see why I see why the Clippers didn't offer you that contract. Right. But I think it works. I think it's just an off game, but if it's consistent, he's not going to play a lot of minutes when it comes to the fourth quarter. Yeah. And we have AD, and Clippers did not have AD or someone like him. So, I think... They would never. <laughs> yeah. Siakam is not... Sorry, I keep saying Siakam, but Ibaka is not the same as he was with OKC when he was Ibaka. Yeah, that's very shocking. Yeah. That is very shocking because he was very a dominant presence and he played to me he plays bully basketball. Yeah. He will bully you in the paint. And he's like a non factor. Though it's young. I mean this the season is young, but for me it's kinda of a shocker that his presence not being shown that much. Yeah. The thing with Clippers is that they just put the pieces like they put they just put like Paul George on a team. They just put Kawhi Leonard on a team and they just expect them to play. Mm-hmm. Their mentality is very like a street ball sort squad setup mentality, just, which yeah. is like just you have we have good players now play, you mm-hmm. know. While the Lakers fit their pieces like a puzzle, like oh we are mis- missing a defensive anchor, we are missing an offensive threat in the on the rim, which they got Harold, you know. Because mm-hmm. like with half how D- uh, Dwight Howard and McGee, they were not really like offensive players at all. Yeah, so it's about like you know that's how I see it, but. I do miss the Lakers' height, though. Yeah. The height in the paint. Right. I do miss it. Definitely. But the speed of the Lakers has really improved. Mm-hmm. They are moving up and down. So I'll say right. that's a good improvement. Um, I think one person I have to keep an eye on is Kuzma. 
Oh yeah. I don't know. You and your Pumas ain't doing good this season for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's just my opinion. And LeBron said he's going to be the breakout star of the team. I hope so. Yeah, like I said, it's the season is young, but Right. Like you're not living up to that contract they gave you. Oh yeah, for sure. That's all I got to say. For sure. Uh-huh. Uh another one more team, Phoenix Suns has been really well doing really well so far. I think they're on in one well. week they're yeah. top of the Western Conference but <laughs> for once yeah yeah but I I don't know I feel like that's Chris Paul's uh, work cuz Devin Booker have not been he not been that much of a a, a threat when he comes behind the three point line just so far this yeah. year yeah so I hope he's able to pick it up because I love how he shoots I right. love how he plays too yeah so yeah that's true I think Booker played more on ball last year and now he's playing more yeah. off ball so which so I thought would help ball. him but I guess so far is not you know helping him yet. Mhm. Yeah. I'll say Crowder is is a good uh ad mm-hmm. piece. I thought it was kind of strange he left Miami cuz he was he did so good there. Yeah. But you know he follows the money. Right. So Yeah. <laughs> I think his 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 presence with Phoenix is good. Um that bulliness. I I love that bully ball. I I know I keep on saying it but I love that in basketball. Right. Punking people. In the paint, getting their heads. Right. I'm gonna how Garnett does with his players, right. like psyching them out. So I love that. So that's a good. That's a good point. Uh, I mean, a good piece the Suns added it for me. Yeah, definitely, I agree. In what what else is going on? Denver Nuggets have not been, you know, have been a slow starter this year. I think they are three and three. Injuries. Yeah, injuries. Yeah, yes, injuries. It's injuries. Hmm. Uh. I have to say injury because what's his name? What's, what's his name? Uh, Michael Porter, Jamal Murray, Jokic. Jamal Murray, okay. there you go. He had an elbow injury, so he was out a couple of games. Okay. But Nurkic, the Joker, has he's done his part. It's, it's up to his other teammates. He's done his part. Okay. He's passing, he's rebounding, right. he's shooting. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I feel like the games are close. I don't know why they're not winning. They yeah. are doing it. It's just they're missing that, Close out. that piece to right. go over the hump. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. I don't know if they overworking him so. Yeah, because they they that that was one of the teams that did not change that much from last season. Like more of their core is same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was a pretty of a shocker. Yeah, that is a shocker. Uh, in the Eastern Atlanta Hawks. Atlanta Hawks. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Yeah, <laughs> they have been a surprise. Ice Trey. Yeah. Ice Trey is killing. It. I think he's averaging a thirty point game. Yeah, points, ten rebounds. Uh, yep. I mean, ten assists a game. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And I'm shocked. And that's without Rondo's presence so far. Yeah, Rondo only played what one game so already this season. Yes, but Trey is just handling that team as his own. Yep. So good pickup for them. Good yeah. pickup. I think people thought trading him away for because uh, they got rid of they traded up to get rid of um, Luca and end up getting right. Trey, so yes. Yep. It worked out. Yeah. Luca also has not been living up to his hype, I think, for the Mavs. Like okay. they were. Why you say that? I think they. I mean, by hype, I mean like everyone wanted. They said that like Luca is gonna be the MVP this season, and I think so far mm-hmm. that he has been good. Like not bad, but like I don't see a MV. I haven't seen MVP caliber stats from him so far. Is what I'm trying to say. Can we say because he don't have his his buddy Porzingis? Porzingis, yeah, it's not. Yeah. Porzingis that one-two punch. I think almost every team have that one-two punch. Right. Kawhi, Paul George, LeBron. Is it Paul George really? AD. Though? 
but yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to be nice, but it's true. They did one two punches, right? So yeah, I don't know. We, Sabonis you, have right. uh, Oladipo, so yeah. everybody had that one two punch. Yeah. Like CJ so, McCollum has been better than Damian Lillard so far. Damian Lillard have he be having quiet thirty point games? I like yeah. I don't know how you get thirty points. Yeah. But he's getting 30 points right. every game. But McCollum yeah. has been more involved. Like, he gets his teammates get going as well. And, you know, with the assists and all that. Mm-hmm. That's what I meant. With Portland has a good team, man. I don't know why they don't, you know, go forward. Maybe the injuries and all, but... I say it's injuries. Yeah. And also, um, Melo, I don't know where you at, but they still they need you. I think it's more of the COVID protocol. Right. A lot of players are missing games. Yeah. So I mean, our Caruso is missing. Melo haven't played yet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and we could tell. Yeah, <laughs> Loki, we could tell. Yeah, because when KCP went down yesterday, usually oh, that was scary. Caruso would have hopped in. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, exciting, exciting stuff going on. Good start to the season, and looks like like it looks like it's more even this year. Like the teams and everything, like it it seems more competitive. Like even like Cleveland Cavaliers game have been competitive. It says a lot. So <laughs> yeah. That's shocking, though. Yeah. They have a better record. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> than the Warriors. They have a better record than yeah. the Warriors. Yeah, so, yeah. We'll see what happens. hmm Yeah, that was good. Uh, we will keep tracking the NBA, and um, as the season progresses, I'm sure we'll have more to talk about as we move forward. All right. I agree. For... This new episode, we have a new segment for you guys, which is called The Short Clock. So it's pretty simple. We pick a topic, we present the argument, and each person has at most two minutes on the clock for the argument. And we thought this would be, and we we thought the purpose of this segment was to bring in some some topics that are like widely discussed in sports and provide different, two different perspectives for that and see like, you know, what people think about when they think of these things that we will be talking about in the segments in terms of sports. So, you ready, Jane? Let's di- yeah, let's dive in. All right. So, for this se- this episode's topic, I thought it would be good if we see what's more important in sports. Is an athlete's peak more important or is an athlete's longevity more important? What do you think? I say longevity. Okay. It has to be longevity. All right. There's so many examples. Yeah, let's let's go for it you then. Go? Okay. Your Honor, I pick longevity. All this right. This is my argument. <laughs> we want longevity in, in any sports because it makes it fun. It's more entertaining. We see the same players from decade to decade. If you have a player who has a peak, you only see them for a month and they're gone. Right. Dust. <laughs> So, who doesn't want a player that has longevity? Look at LeBron. If you only had him for a peak, then also he probably would retire pretty soon if he lost that that juice, that fire, his mojo. Right. Uh, it's a lot of players. You don't want no Jeremy Lin. That's peak. That's a peak athlete. <laughs> and where he's at now? Crickets. Right. In the China. Right. In China. That league. is my argument right there. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. And he's trying to find his way back to the NBA. <laughs> but here or there. Like I said, if you want longevity, don't you want to watch a team that you see a consistent player that you follow from decade to decade? I think that's what everybody wants when we want longevity in that player. Okay. Thank you, Your Honor. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. I wholeheartedly disagree. 
I think peak is more important. I think peak is way more important than longevity. Okay, let me Why? tell you this. Who is the best? Okay, I, I'm I'm gonna present my argument by just asking you a couple of questions. Who are you gonna pick your team? You are make, starting a new franchise. You have to pick a player in the peak of their career. LeBron James or Michael Jordan? Who are you picking? I know the answer. It's Michael Jordan. You can ask a lot yeah. of players on this earth. It's Michael Jordan. 14-year career. He retired for two years. Six and zero in the finals. Six and zero in the MVP NBA Finals voting. The trademark peak athlete of this whole world, Michael Jordan. Number two, we talk in terms of what you said about how the longevity affects LeBron. LeBron is also a great peak athlete, by the way. So yes, he has longevity, but LeBron and Kareem cannot be considered in the longevity only argument because then I can present to you Dwight Howard, Danny Green. Those are, those are peak athletes. Yeah, Udonis Haslam. They're still playing, so they can say we played in the NBA for 15 plus years. How many minutes so, How many minutes do Dwight Howard play? Be honest. He play, how he, many minutes? He, Dwight Howard has the record to hit the last shot in the NBA Finals in 2020 as a three-point shot by a center. Last when shot, they up by 20. Yeah. When they up by 20. <laughs> so... Peak, of course, peak is more important. Okay, would you rather be a person who plays five years in the NBA as the best player of all time and then retires? Or would you have a role player in the NBA for 20 years but never be the best player in the NBA? That's like Derek Fisher. Yes. and who, <laughs> Longevity. And we Derek still Fisher. love him. All right. At the end of at the end of the career, at like twenty years from now, would you remember Derek Fisher or would you remember Dwight Howard for the Lakers? Derek Fisher, are you yes, serious? exactly, <laughs> exactly. So thank you for supporting my argument. Thank you so much, and I rest my case. <laughs> I, I I guess I never see you hyped up Dwight Howard like that in my life, <laughs> but that was. <laughs> I guess. Well, I'm team longevity. I'm serious. I'd rather see a player from decade to decade. Just see a player for five years and you just like, dang, what if? Dang. For them to become journeymen? And I mean, how can you, longevity. out of everyone, talk about longevity when you are like the prime Conor McGregor? I don't want to talk about UFC today, but like if you are the most, the biggest Conor McGregor fan and longevity people are like Nate Diaz is a longevity guy. You know, mm-hmm. but like it's about peak. Like my Conor McGregor, who knows Nate Diaz more than Conor McGregor? Nobody. That's true. You know, there are so many other UFC fights. Like UFC has probably like UFC is the worst sport for you to discuss longevity versus peak because that show rides on peak than it rides on longevity. Yeah, that's so. true. But yeah, that's you know that's peak. Peak is better, man. <laughs> I would I would choose peak all day. I don't know. It, it hurts me when I, start, I see a player that was so good a year. The next year, you're like, what happened? What happened? Yeah, he made his money on, and he's man. he's resting now. Rest and west. That's what nah. they call for all my stock I bros. Guess. I I'm, I'm longevity for the high eight. For, forever. Team longevity. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. So, good. good. That was a good one. Good discussion. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we cleared anything, right. but I think... We probably like, added, made my point. Yeah, you made your point well, <laughs> but I think we probably added more confusion to this controversy on sports. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. Uh, before we close yes. it out, um, what was your favorite moment in sports last year? Ooh. I assume we're talking about the positive moment. And we yeah, all have that positive. same negative moment, I think, which we don't want to talk about in 2020. The yeah. biggest negative moment mm-hmm. in sport. Uh, but the pos- the most positive moment for me, or not positive, mm-hmm. but like something like nothing negative associated with it. Like I'm obviously talking about the, you know, Kobe and Gigi, rest in peace. But yeah. yeah, for me, the big I think the biggest moment in sports was Lionel Messi trying to exit Barcelona. And okay. it's like being in Barcelona, like he has spent more time in Barcelona than he has spent in Argentina. He came to Barcelona when he was 11 mm-hmm. years old. He joined the academy La Masia and have been playing there. He's, at 17, he started with the main team, FC Barcelona, the senior team. So I think for him to force himself to leave the club that he has loved so much and basically has given him so much, and he has given it back rightfully so, was I think the biggest surprise to me. Uh, and especially the way it was going on, like the Barcelona is in turmoil, like they're not been functioning well and they are basically forcing Messi and they are just asked Messi to go to court, battle them to break the contract and for him to basically like fight them over his contract on court, which was a biggest story to me because like Messi has said that Barcelona means the world to me because he treats the club as his family because they are his family because mm-hmm. they, they bought him up from they provided medication for his disease and you know all that stuff so i think that seeing all that wasn't good enough to good to me and to like the way how it ended especially for me who is a barcelona fan and all that stuff so that that i think was the biggest story to me okay um for me i would have to say the dodgers winning the world series uh i that's what every kid wants is their favorite baseball team to win the the world series every kid in so, la yeah for me <laughs> yeah. So for me, it was a blessing to actually see it in my lifetime right. to say, oh, the Dodgers won the World Series. I can't say, oh, the 88. I wasn't even born then. So they right. was like, come on, that don't count. You, don't, yeah. you can't claim that one. So for me, I'll say the Dodgers won the World Series and Kershaw getting that monkey off his back right. and seeing him smile, run down the court to hug his teammates. That that was amazing for me. So Dodgers World Series. Kershaw becoming Kershaw again. So that was a good yes, reincarnation. Yes, we can't use that no more. <laughs> yeah. He was in a cocoon. Now he's out. So, yeah. Right. Right. That was good. That was. Thanks, Shotham. Cool. Happy New Year's again. Happy New Year to you, Jane. And I will see you yes. in two weeks. Yeah. All right. Bye for now. <laughs>